This is the Two Guys Being Dudes podcast with your host, Jared Camden and Jason Adams. Two average guys just being dudes. From MMA to golf, from Big Brother to Fargo, from Fireball to Pappy, they talk it all. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Everybody, it is time, it is time, it is time. It is season two, two guys being dudes. We have been gone, we have been missed. A lot of people have been calling us back. The streets are talking, Jason. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. This has been uh, the longest break we've ever had. <laughs> and so uh, I, I think it's good that we're back here. I'm, I'm back in Chicago, so things are a little more normal. I have all my normal equipment now. I'm, and just so that... People who are only listening, if things work out correctly, we should have the very first episode ever video recorded and up on YouTube uh, later today. So we'll see how this goes. How awkward is it that we have to like look into the camera though? Like I, I like as soon as you started talking, I like looked down at my notes that I have and I was like, oh shit, people want to see this glorious hair like looking right at them. Because I mean, this hair... I'm telling you, season two is off to a great start. It's lit. It's lit. I mean, you know, we we do know the king of hair always wears the hat here. Uh, and so I have to do this just so we can let your stand out a little. We, we, we're we all quite aware of the, the mop that graces this head. Uh, it, it, you're a genius by the way your hair game is because when you finally let your hair out, uh-huh. <gasps> yeah. takes my breath <gasps> like it, it, it's tough it's tough for any other person's hair to really stick out you'd have to have like a mohawk i mean your hair really does steal the show most so, people yeah most people assume that i'm bald right because they go oh it's the old guy that wears a hat all the time but little do you know that i have the uh the lush big boy locks hidden under but your hair is playing or but your hat's playing like a big part of that because Absolutely. i mean your hair does not want to do what your hair is doing no, no, because you I mean, probably have tone. you probably have some product maybe that you're pushing right there on yours. Whoa, dude! What, that, dude, this is natural really? product. A lot, of, a lot of product. Yeah, I was gonna say mine. If if I do the old removal here, we can see that's all natural, <laughs> just nothing, right? So it's just just pure hat ability. Jason, you got to cover that hat or the hair up. I don't. I don't want us getting kicked off YouTube. I know, I know. I think that's the first session. I, I got to keep that covered up. So I, I would, you know, and you're just looking so very, very happy and summery over there. I'm in a great mood, man. We're, ba- right. we're back on the pod. There's a, there's a lot going on. I mean, to cover, I, so we, our last episode was March 13th, I believe. Holy moly. Was it that long ago? And we were still talking about me throwing rocks at Jesus in that episode. So, I mean... We're only, I think we're only two episodes removed from even that episode. So we had, uh, we had some technical difficulties. We recorded one, but it was garbage. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then we attempted another one. And then of course we can talk about some of the stuff that's gone on in your life because we lost all of the technology from your side that disappeared. Yes. Uh, for those people who don't know, I did leave, uh, RNBC after one decade of work, exactly one decade, by the way, Jason, I left at five o'clock on a Friday, the Saturday, the next morning would have been the beginning of my 11th year. Wow. Uh, I am now a proud member of team Bacardi hashtag <laughs> that shit. Um, and I will go into a little spiral of a story right now with that. Um, two things, the intro, we are going to have to change the beginning. We no longer talk about fireball and pappy. 
We just talk about Bacardi and Gregus, and we can talk about the brands that are underneath that portfolio. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Bacardi 8, by the way. Smooth, really good. Only $30. Get out at your local uh, liquor store. Um, this week, all the state managers were down in Miami, and my uh, state manager buddy, a Bacardi buddy named Jeremy Luker, was playing our intro over and over and over during the meetings um, to the point where everybody like learned the words and were singing along. Jason, they swear it's me. I told you everybody thinks that's my voice in the intro. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I can go back and get the original files. I was looking through them the other day as I was trying to put this stuff together. And do you remember the real cranky version the guy made and we didn't like? We thought it was stupid. But Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, but that same guy, you can hear that voice in it and this one. But it, 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 I will tell you, 99% of the people always ask me if that's you. And I say, well... No, it's some guy that we paid on Fiverr, five bucks to do the, the recording of this to make it sound professional. I'm kind of pissed that I'm out five bucks. I could have had you just do it and been even here. I know. It's like we could have <laughs> invested that into, the, into this podcast and had like, I don't know, like a flashing duck on the screen and people were saying like, oh shit, they're really putting some money into this. Absolutely. I mean, just, I mean, this, this improvement right here, gone to video. I mean, this is a major investment. I don't know what we do for season three. I mean, we're going to have to have like the VR, like the... Like we're going to have, uh, you know, where we're actually people can feel like they're sitting in the studios with us simultaneously. That's scary, though. Yeah. Yeah. That could be scary. Uh, and for all of you that haven't caught up on season one, do not listen to the episode where I'm talking about how I'm not going to drink very much after I uh, stopped my 83 days of drinking. I listened to that this week and I was like, you know, probably not going to have beer anymore. You know, I'm feeling more grown up. The bogey this year and yeah. eh, wrong that like when i heard that i was like oh my lord everything i said was not true at all but i had, I, I was think i was feeling it man you know i was I, feeling it. i haven't gone back to listen to many episodes except for it was brought to my attention the other day by uh one of my friends who got into the podcast a little later uh unfortunately while we had done a bunch but there was really only what maybe uh 30 hours of material or so something like that something like that. so it's really if you really want to crush through season 1 you can do it in a couple weeks right just kind of put it on listen to it while you work out and all that and uh he started is actually my trainer here in Chicago he started listened to a bunch of them uh he was laughing he said there's some good ones there's some bad ones which we agree and then he got to the one uh the Jesus throwing rock uh episode and by far, every person that has heard that has had some very unique views on that one. They all say it's the best episode yet. They all think that you're slightly disturbed uh, and wonder how we top that and go that. And I said, well, you know, we're not really trying to top it, but I have this sneaking suspicion that Jared's new line of work that he's doing uh, and some of the things that's going on in his life, we're going to be able to set the bar much higher or in some people's eyes, a little lower. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, tell me more about the... Uh, life i mean we haven't i mean i you and i we we're in different worlds now completely different uh didn't see you i don't think you didn't make it to florida this year um mm. and so and my time in columbus has been short so we're really this for anybody that's listening this is as much as us just catching up uh, as anything else so what's going on so yeah took over the job on uh, april 17th uh bacardi fired kyle coleman Yep, that's or, true. Or prom or promoted them to Iowa. I, you know, I don't. That's not a promotion. I have friends in Iowa. You're never getting promoted when you go to Iowa. 
Carl says he likes it, man. He, he's doing good out there for everybody wondering how he's doing. So uh, took the job over, big shoes to fill, even though he like wears like size eight. And uh, things have been going good so far, man. Back on the streets, selling liquor uh, bar to bar, door to door, brick to brick, baby. So, uh, you know, I, I've got a long hill to learn it all. And I used to sell the Bacardi uh, portfolio when I was with uh, RNDC back in the day. So it's all good. It's just every day is another event, man. We got a Bacardi ambassador in town Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, Vive Grey Goose guy in town. Um, last week we had uh, the memorial. Um, the week before that I was in Arizona, and two weeks before that I was in Miami for two week, or for a week. So, you know, it's just getting the bearings back. Uh, my sleep schedule is completely shot. Um, I I've been to my gym. I had to go to the bathroom really bad, and it was over <laughs> there. So I, I went in and went in the bathroom and walked out. That's like no lie. Yeah. So I've been using my like little local gym, but man, my everything food wise got thrown off. So season two of Jared is definitely like starting tonight too, where it's like, all right, we got to get this thing back on the rails because eating at bars every single day does not does not go very well. So, yeah. but no, I'm very I'm very uh, happy and proud to be part of uh, the Bacardi family, and they're actually like a family owned company. And like I said, I think a lot of these people, a lot of these goons are probably listening now. And uh, hopefully they don't judge me for everything I say on here because I've been known to say some pretty dumb shit. You know, it's a little unfair. I just got to tell you this. Just being a friend and having to be a bystander of the decisions you make. Mike and I have had to switch up our drinking portfolio of what we're allowed to drink and what we're not allowed to drink now. Right. Because we try to be loyal to our friends and that kind of stuff. So, you you know, we could use some um, to all those Bacardi guys listening right now. We could use a little more convincing to get us over into the right row because I still have basically a lifetime supply of previous products that you carried. Right. So I just have all that everywhere. So that we've been drinking that we've been trying to get through it. Mike and I have made a Dr. Mim that is, and I had made a, a stellar attempt over the Memorial weekend to knock out some of that stuff, just, just to get it retired properly. So, so then we can jump into the goose family and those kind of things. So, you know, we, we and, I would, and I will definitely say that I will never say anything bad about any brand that I ever represented. Cause then you look like a dumbass when you're trying to sell other brands. Right. But I will tell you this, it's quality over quantity going forward because we are a quality company, the number one superior, um, superior, uh, wait, hold on. I See, totally blew this. What'd you say? This is, this has literally become a, an ongoing advertisement now for Jared's new business. We're the if, number if we're, one super, super and, and, premium company in the world. Moving on. Let's talk about something And for else. those listening, if anybody's looking for either curriculum software or one call software, please visit my company at 4iqsolutions.com for all of those needs. All right. Now What's we going got the, on over there, big baller? What's going on with your company? We just, just knocking it out of the park. Just, uh, we were gone and then we're back and you know, so that's, it's good. We've had, uh, some major victories. I got to tell you a story. How about I just uh, generally speak? I don't want to get too silly about the details, but many of you know that I had uh, worked in my one company for many, many years. Was there a long, long time? Um, left, started a new company. Uh, we've kind of now started doing similar stuff to what my old company used to do. And the strangest events occurred over the last, uh, month or so where I was actually, in competition with my old company. So people that used to work for me were selling my old product against me that was selling my new product to my old customers. And it's just a really weird world. And, and of course, after we made a major, it was a major victory for us. We had this big deal that we did in Florida. I then took my old company, who was my competitor, out to dinner just to show them that we still knew how to do this the correct way. So we had a, it was a pretty actual enjoyable evening to hang out with some of the guys that 
used to work for me, right? And and then the strangest of strange, the guy that used to work for me was actually previously my boss. I worked for him when he first came in the company and then I was promoted and kind of took over. So in the weirdest world, it was like me buying my old boss who was also my employee dinner from a client that I originally sold that I just took back that's now my client. I did it all. But I had a Grey Goose Martini with it and at the end of the day, it felt pretty damn good. Boom. See how we tie all that together. (laughs) All right. Well, these guys will get to know more about us as we go forward and uh, we'll be catching up as we talk about this stuff, but let's get into some current events. Sure. One, one I wanted to start off with, and I know I'm probably have to fill in some blanks here for you. So what do you know about the Miss America competition going forward? So off of my uh, feed on my phone, the stuff that I saw was that they're no longer going to be weighing looks or swimsuits. Right. So that's, it's now, I'm not sure what they grade on. Like I, I, I saw that post. It confused me. I guess I'm too old and too sexist to think that Miss America was about beautiful looking women in swimsuits. Well, the big argument back was that it's a pageant. Okay. So like by definition of pageant, like that's, you know, it, it's going to be on looks and you know, wait, you know what? There's porn on the internet, so if they want to get rid of the, the the you know the swimwear one, I mean I don't think that's that big of a deal. But there is something to say uh, like about genetics and like way someone looks and mm-hmm. be like you are the best looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they say it's not a pageant. What is it? That's what, I, they're saying it's something else. So like it's just that's the key word that I saw is like that's how they're getting around this. I, wait now, I, I, I confuse if it's something, but they haven't said what that something else is. It's just not a pageant. I think they're saying it's a competition. Okay. So it's not. So my question, and once again, this is where me and you just bullshit around because we're two guys being dudes. Does Miss America go to Miss Universe? Is she like the person that we send Doesn't there? That, yeah, she's our, she's our rep, right? Or Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, so Miss Universe is a pageant. So we have to send the best of the best. So we're not going to send like, I don't know who is the most well-rounded woman in this planet, but you're not going to like send that person. Like it seems like this is being done by the powers that be at the top level of Miss America. And then like everybody underneath is going to be like, fuck that. Like you got to be beautiful and you got to bring the heat. So the rest of the world's going to be sending attractive, beautiful, looking good in swimsuit competition. And we're going to be sending Hillary Clinton. Well, I mean, Donald would probably still beat her, so we'd probably send Donald. <laughs> I, just, I, yeah, I guess that's – it's just like this is so – and once again, I think we kind of saw this coming. I mean, this is kind of the way everything's going to go. But to even it out maybe, maybe it's time for us to have Mr. America. Stay with me here. Okay. This guy is pure looks. We just equality this shit out. Like this guy is going to be pure looks. Swimsuit? Sure. Why not? Let's do it. Uh, I want a spelling bee because I think that's what they're all missing. I think the spelling bee is really, really good. Mm, yeah. But I think to even out Miss America, let's not take her down, which I'm sorry. If you're taking looks away, you're taking her down. Let's up the ante and have Mr. America. Now, now I'm not, we haven't discussed any of this. So I bear with me here. Is Mr. America already out there? And it wasn't that one of the uh, titles that uh, Arnold won? Didn't he, wasn't that like Mr. America was, wasn't it the weightlifting super big? Was that one of that? Cause yeah. then it became Mr. Olympia, right? 
Yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying. I think you can just take like a, a version of that. But hear me out on that. But looks don't really matter from the chin to the eyebrows in that competition, right? You can be the ugliest thing in the world, but if your body is a mountain, you win. So talk about the most sexist thing in the world, right? That's that's far more sexist than men judging women on the whole because we would look at the face, we'd look at the butt, we'd look at the boobs, and we'd go, oh, that's hot. But when it came to judging Mr. Olympia and all that, the face didn't matter because there were some awful-looking human beings that won that award. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger hot? I've never even thought of this. You know what I always hear? Women always tell me he gets hotter the older he gets. But he's got, but it's because he's getting work done then. Yeah, but how about that Tony Atlas? That's not yeah. an attractive man. No. He's got like a, no, like a flat, smushed nose and an eye going in another direction and all that. But he was a Mr. Olympia, right? Yeah, but okay. So that's Mr. Olympia. Right. Like we'll, we'll say, we'll call that Olympia because we're going to take the Mr. America moniker, moniker okay. away from him. Okay. Would you think that would be fair though if we said, "Hey, you know what? We'll even this out and we'll do like a Mr. America or oh, like so for instance, what is Mr. America like would he be a guy from like middle middle America or to be like, "Oh no, we just we pick this every year. It's Brad Pitt." Yeah, I, that's that's it. Are you saying we're going to put Mr. America in so that way we get our swimsuit and hot women back in Miss America? I don't even know where I was going with it. I just thought Mr. America sounded pretty bad. How about this one? It'd be awesome to win Mr. America. Oh, yeah. 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 But there's Miss America and then there's Mrs. America, right? Isn't there like a, a, yeah, there's like a pageant for like, like married women. No. Yeah. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Because I always found it. Wait, can you not be, if you're married, can you be Miss America? I don't think so because it's Miss, M-S. Are you kidding me? That seems like such a, that's a, that seems wild to me. I don't know that I, I might just be making all that up, but I didn't think so. I thought it was like, cause I knew there was like a Mrs. American. I don't know if it was Mrs. Because we went with like an older woman, kind of a MILF kind of thing, or if it was Mrs. Cause they were married. And I don't know if it's Miss America cause she's single or she's just generally younger. See, here's the thing. How, do you ever watch Miss America? Never, never. Like I, I do because I'll see it like on Twitter real quick. And I'm like, Oh, I'll, I'll like get in there. But like, I don't, I would never, it's just not something where I'm like, oh, I'm going to tune in because I want to see them in their bathing suits. Like, if anything, I'm there to make fun of them. Like, I like, that's, just like, that's my personality. Like, I like to joke about everything. So for me, it's like, take away the bathing suits. That doesn't like really bother me at all. But to say you're not going to go on looks like that, that's just banana land to me. Yeah. I mean, because they've been training for their life, their entire life, right? Since they were a little girl, they were like dressed up and silly things and they've been learning how to throw a baton and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, you know, if we're really going to get down to it, how about some of those answers they give just automatically disqualify some of those people too, right? You know, if you can't put 11 words consecutively together to build a sentence to answer something other than world peace, you're going to need to have a good looking body in a bathing suit to survive in this world. And I think we should applaud that. Uh, so what if you did this, like the top five, like, so Miss Ohio or Mrs. Ohio, whatever the top five, like make it on. Mm-hmm. Now, one of them is crowned Miss Ohio, but they all have to take an SAT test and you have to get over a certain score. That shows your, but I think all these girls are actually are like super smart. Cause they're like dedicated to the craft of being sure. who they are. I don't think yeah. there's like, I know Miss 
uh, West Virginia of 2007. Like she worked, like she worked for Republic. Uh-huh. She's, she's not dumb, man. Like she's no. like on her shit. Sure. Yeah. I think and that's... I, actually, I, I know a girl who's going for Miss Ohio right now. S- smart as a whip, man. Like she's right. on it. So what's so, the motivation? Where do you just sit and say, you know what? I want to be Mrs. Whatever, Ohio. I mean, you know, where, where does that get uh, bored in? Right. Like, cause I know I watch basketball, so I wanted to be Michael Jordan. Right. So, uh, as we all know, that didn't work out. Uh, so what happens when hey, you're, you know, it's, it's, keep believing, I am, keep believing I you am. live in Chicago. You're almost there, man. I, I, yeah. You know, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go try out at open walk-ons at the bulls this year. What would makes, what, at what point do you decide that you're going to be, that's like such a wild leap. Cause there's like good looking girls. And then there's like girls that like stop you. Right. And it's like, what? Uh, wow. That is weird. Cause it's like, it's like no joke. The pageant seems like a serious fucking thing. Yeah. And there's not like a lot of money in it. Right. It's not like you're like, Hey, I'm set for life. Oh, no, it's all about getting trophies. that are like taller than you. Right. That you can't like even display yeah. and like, no. Yeah. Huh. So, so it seems like this is just a move done by the social media, like the justice warriors trying to take one more thing away and just being like, Oh, we don't need this. And by the That's- way, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all that you take that away. The bathing suit part, like once again, there's porn on the internet and it's free. Like we, we don't need to objectify them in that way, but to say, you're not going to go by some of their looks. It just seems like this is what, what gets- state, yeah. what state's going to send like a dog. Like is Georgia just going to send like the bulldog. Listen, here's what gets me. The people that are participating in this, that hold value in this, that care about this, they're not the ones that were clamoring for this change. So what is it? It's some outside group that's coming in saying, oh my God, we judge them on looks. This is bad. This is setting a bad precedent. Even though, and I don't know enough to say, but my guess is that that entire pageant organization, all that has done probably some pretty good stuff for society in the past, right? Yeah. You know, so, so here it is, just another session. And the, the other thing that we know, which is my favorite part about this, as we get more socially stripped down in what's um, fair in this world nowadays, somebody's going to come along and make something 10 times worse just to appease the people that are pissed off about all this, right? You know, you don't like Hillary Clinton. Guess what, people? You get Donald Trump, right? Here you go. And this is what you're getting. You don't like the fact that they wear swimsuits in this? You know the next logical thing is going to be like a buck-naked uh, Miss America pageant, right? Just just something going nutballs way off the end, right? They'll probably have like, they'll be, a, they'll be target shooting, right? Will be one of the events they have. They'll be how precise can you pledge allegiance to the flag? And they'll be buck-naked, right? And they'll probably recite Bible verses. That'll have like a quiz on that. And that'll be the new thing. And so I'm actually pretty excited about this now I think about it through. Oh, that sounds so sexy. I, mean, I can't oh, believe yeah. you. I mean, the Bible verse thing really hooked me. Um, Miss Porn America. Yeah, they do that, though. That's already out what? there. Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on. They what do the, a pageant for porn? What they, I don't, that's what that whole uh, thing is when we used to always go out to Vegas for the, uh, the uh, E3, the porn convention, was at the same time, and they when they did it was like the Oscars for the porn, right? But they had all these pageants going on. They had all of that stuff going on. So I mean, it wasn't like it was a one night event where they had the best porn movies. You know, on Tuesday they were having a pageant. On Wednesday they had competitions. I mean, so yeah, so it's already there. We're just not competitions. Oh yeah. What does that even mean? You know, I, I didn't get the four-day pass. I usually just got the oh. one-day pass, so I, I couldn't quite tell you. 
<laughs> cheap motherfucker. <laughs> I had right, to go well, look at the electronics too. You know, I've got two passions in life. No, uh, so well, I mean, there's electronic porn dolls now. So I mean, hey, listen, the entire internet can think it's existence for the fact that pornography's here. I mean, if what it went percentage the, of the internet is porn? Oh, it was something silly. It was like forty-eight percent, more than you know. It was almost it was almost approaching half of the content on the internet was porn related. But I remember, if if porn went out there, we wouldn't have YouTube, we wouldn't have Facebook, we wouldn't have any of those things because the compression and all the kind of stuff that they've used to try to be able to deliver the experience via porn is why that's out there. There's so much money, there's so much availability. So hey, do I you think applaud. Amazon would ever get in the porn game? No, don't need to. Can I tell you this, though? Amazon delivered me lunch today. I love Chicago. Really? Yeah. They have a food delivery service now. And I, I don't mean like like uh, they delivered me a head of lettuce. I mean, they went to a local restaurant and brought my food. So they now are competing against Uber Eats and Stub or whatever that is, all those other places. So, But now if you don't do same-day shipping, if you elect to take a package like a day later, they give you a $5 food credit. Oh, I see. I just got like a credit. Like I just got like uh 25% off my product. If I waited like five more days and I was like, I got nothing but time. Yeah. Same here. I mean, I, I, I just need to time my toilet paper delivery a little better and then I can oh, get $10. That was, me. That, that was me this week. I, I, I completely ran out and I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, I got, I have really good fucking paper towels. Like yeah. I've got really good Kleenex. Like yeah. we'll just see how this goes. Yep. You got it. I've got cats. I can just wipe my ass with my cats. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. So let's go ahead and bury him. LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's officially dead. Um, I'm rejoicing. I'm just being very uh, somber in my voice. Uh, what If you had to make the bet right now, what team does he play for next year? We'll get into the finals real quick. But what team is LeBron James on at the end of the summer? You know, I, I would like to see him because I'd like to keep the East relevant. And so I wouldn't mind seeing him in Boston. Um, but if I had to bet right now, it just seems L.A. is the logical next step for him. Hmm. How, what's your choice? I think that Houston makes sense because, like, all the pieces are, like, laying there. But they, they said CP3, like, it wants the max, like, no matter what. So he'll mess everything up if he does that. I guess, I mean, there's defunction with the 76ers right now, but it seems they fired that defunction. So it's just, it's so odd because if you really think of it, Cleveland is actually like a really good choice to stay because you could just cut a bunch of people and be like, hey, a bunch of, you know, one-offs, do you want to come here? But the problem is LeBron James is their GM. And he, yeah. he'll be like, oh, I like, like they want to trade for what's his name that played for the Suns. Mm -hmm. That dude sucks. Yeah. Like that that's who you want. So if I had to put any money on the table, I think the Lakers would be the bet because he can he can wipe the slate clean and he can learn from Magic how to make a, a, a cold billy in his pocket. Yeah, I mean, he's got a home out there already. It's a market that he already has some presence in but could actually grow more. They can pay him. He'll want a max deal, which I don't blame him on. I mean, listen, uh, you know, I, I'm a Jordan guy. I always have been, you know. Uh, but the reality of it is what – what LeBron did in these playoffs uh, was spectacular, uh, you know, and, and the, the cast that the Cavs uh, were assembled around him, which he basically created, um, you know, just weren't capable of playing. But I, I was really impressed of his 
overall everything that he did in the playoffs this will this year. And to me, I've decided I'm going to award him the greatest athlete to play NBA basketball that I've ever seen. I'm not quite ready to give him the goat title. Uh, I think it's going to be hard now with with eight final appearances and three titles. Um, that's that's tough. And what's really tough is you would have expected. I had Cleveland losing this series in six. Um, JR doesn't make that bad mistake. Uh, they get at least one. I, they probably could have gotten two at that point. But after that, I don't know. What did you think of the yeah. whole run? Well, once again, this this playoffs, uh, my main man here, Magic Johnson, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> he officially got uh, jumped over. So now I've got it. Jordan one, LeBron two, and then everybody else. And once again, when I say Magic Johnson on that, that's my list that has nothing to do with statistics. So um, very impressive playoff run. I spent a lot of time watching it because I figured this is the last time until he decides to come back and retire as a Cavalier. Um, This is kind of the last time we see him with the team. Uh, He was amazing, simply put. But here we come with this injury. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I, I broke my hand because I punched a blackboard and then it's a whiteboard and I'm like, let's not get race into it. Right. Uh, but it's like, it had nothing to do with anything. They were going against the greatest team ever assembled in the modern era. Um, I just don't think there's enough you could say about the Warriors and like what the third quarter runs they go on. And I, I mean, the other night, Curry's 0 from 9 from 3. He gets a wide open three. I mean, he what? There was no like, should I shoot this? Right. He was like, I wonder what shimmy I'm gonna do as soon as I make this. You know, mm-hmm. he's already ready to go on that. So incredible stuff. But LeBron's asterisks are always gonna be easy. He keeps building these teams and forcing the hands. The Cavs had the eighth pick in the draft. They could have traded that and got whoever they wanted, but because LeBron wouldn't sign a long term deal, which is his prerogative, he won't make the moves. That's you know, Jordan didn't like his front office but he respected the way that they would get things done. LeBron oh. doesn't respect anybody and he hates everybody in the Cavs front office. So I think it's just, that's why I don't think he, he has any interest to be in there. Yeah. I don't blame LeBron though. I mean, I mean the fact that he went back said a lot because especially Snyder, what a douchebag. I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, you know, in the history of my time following sports, I've never seen an owner write a letter to the extent and then publish it and make it publicly known uh, his feelings on that trade and why, you know, all of that was going down. The fact that LeBron went back says so much more about his want and desire for Cleveland to be successful and had nothing to do about the Cavs being successful. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so and now that he's leaving, I hope he makes a ton of money. I, I do say this much. Uh, Did you just say you hope Mike or that LeBron James makes a ton of money? Yeah. I hope he does. What the fuck? Oh, I, uh, yeah. I, I mean, like, what do you, of course he's going to make a ton of money. What do you think he's right. going to like, get cut? Like, no. I mean, come on. Well, I mean, he has before, right? I would do a max deal like everyone else would at this but point. But he doesn't want to, he said he doesn't want to do max deals. He wants to just keep doing these small contracts. Yeah. Well, but he gets paid out the ass for him. Right. Right. He still makes plenty of good money. I mean, it, you know, I, I guess here's what happened. I used to think KD, I really respected the hell out of KD, and then he left. And I can understand wanting to leave, but now watching him and kind of his attitude and that kind of stuff, I, I actually respect LeBron more, which is weird because I was never a, a huge proponent of LeBron, right? I, I always liked his game, but I wasn't a big fan of him. 
respect. But he went what well, he went ring hunting too, which is his college years when he went down to Miami. And then you respect him more when he left that team. So KD will not be on the Warriors in two days or in two years. There's no way. He'll go he'll go build another army at another division and go at them. Maybe. Or maybe these guys just get satisfied with that certain point and just say, Okay, now I just want to go somewhere and play and get paid a decent amount of money and I've got my rings, you know. Uh, it's I don't think we see the homegrown built from the ground up uh, franchise like we used to see. Like, really, I mean, there was the most strategic, you know, acquisition that the Bulls did during their time was to sign Dennis Rodman, right, uh, on that whole deal. And Dennis was maybe arguably just a little past his peak when they got him. Uh, still a great player. Uh, yeah. uh, but, I mean, there was no – they were built. I mean, they go, well, they had Pippen. They had all this. Well, they had all these people they – they drafted or have brought up through the organization. So I, I, I don't know. I, like you were talking about Houston, I think Houston's a great story, but I, I just struggled to think how uh, Chris Paul and um, is going to be able to survive another full season there, especially with the disappointment that, I mean, it sucked that he got hurt. Cause I think that was the only team that was actually capable of, of beating uh, golden state. So I just don't even like, I mean, to me, it's like wherever LeBron, and I know this is this is where it gets difficult. Wherever LeBron signs, I'd be like, dude, you're not playing more than 65 games. Yeah. yeah. Like that, that's part of our deal. Like we don't want you playing back to backs. Like we want to save you. If you're, if you're going to sign a three-year deal with us, we want to save you as much as possible for those playoffs because the dude is breaking, excuse me, he's not breaking down, but time is coming. I mean, right. Once again, his son is seven years away. He's going to play with his son. I, I truly believe that. I know me and you kind of disagree on that. But mm-hmm. I, the funny thing is why this is always going to be LeBron's league until he leaves. We haven't even talked about the Warriors. I mean, we said something about Durant. We haven't even seen Clay. We haven't talked about Draymond. It's, it's still, even though the titles are going to be in a different direction. It's, and by the way, of these three titles they won, I think LeBron would have won two of them if they weren't around. You know, I, I think LeBron would have found a way to will. I mean, dude, he's willing this team to be within contact of the team, and they are a bulldozer. I don't think I've ever seen a team in my lifetime that bulldozes like they do. When it starts, I mean, there's nobody guarding anybody. And I know the Cavs are really bad defensively, mm-hmm. but I mean, to say that they're, it's just amazing how Golden State can get open. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I wish I liked their style of basketball more. I mean, it's because they do pass the ball. They do all those kind of things um, that I typically appreciate in a good game of basketball. I just, and if they were five guys that were doing it, that were collectively brought together, because I really liked it. You know, it's strange. I really did like the team when they had Draymond and Clay and staff. And then Andre Iguodala, I mean, can't, yeah, can't under rate what his presence meant in the finals. I mean, it changed completely that he was able to come in and play some defense and such, but I don't know. I'm glad this season's over again. The most interesting thing about uh, NBA basketball during is the off season. It seems like nowadays, Uh, because so it will be interesting to see where everybody lands. There's some good free agents. It'll be interesting to see where LeBron goes. Sees what the Cavs you know, who, hold, who holds the cards is Kawhi. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he's still got a. I mean, he's. Uh, shouts out to Bill Simmons for this one. He called him a pre-agent. Yeah, it's a good call. Yeah. He's not. A, he's not a free agent, but he he holds cards and he could have San Antonio send him anywhere LeBron's going. And 
Well, San Antonio's I mean, I think, in a great position because uh, they can sign and uh, you know they can sign and trade. You know, and I don't think LeBron will give Cleveland that option. Do you? No, well, but no, I'm saying Kawhi is in a good spot because he'll sign and trade. I know, but I mean that's at least San Antonio will get something out of it. I think LeBron's yeah, look, just like I'm leaving nothing in the cupboard, right? Nothing. He's gonna completely fuck be Dan like, Gilbert, right? Yeah. You know, um, so oh well, and I just I the there's two things that irritate me. That one that. Oh, my hand was broken, and then you watch him high five and all these kids and stuff afterwards. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, and no, sec- they were doing the big dap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dap that me, you, and Mike or Doctor Mike and Fartman don't have at all. <laughs> we have nothing like that. And then finally, um, the other part I thought was funny was LeBron going on. I think it was at the beginning of the uh, finals when he did the interview, and he said that uh, he was still surprised they traded Kyrie. <laughs> like, that oh. story is actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to believe now because I mean they said if you trade. By the way, the people they wanted to trade for, they're all uh, they're all LeBron agent guys, right? So it's like, dude, you're such an idiot. Like, right. he, I don't know, but I don't know what to believe in that story now. There'll be books written. I mean, we'll, one day we'll figure it all out. It's just like Kobe and Shaq. I mean, after a while, yeah. we pretty much figured. I, well, I think we figured all that out. But, Focus by Kobe. If oh, I heard one sucks. more fucking ad for that during the playoffs on ESPN Plus, I don't even know how to get it. You have to use like a. Like a you have to pay for it. iPad with like a third account, right, or something. I don't know how it works. Yeah. No, I no the the Kobe. By the way, Kobe was like, I saw one of them because they had like one for free. And he was like, and watch how he shoots this three pointer. And I'm like, I am watching. Like it's a video. What the <laughs> fuck else do you think I'm doing? Like I'm I braille out. Like of course I'm watching. Um, of course we gotta just we'll give it one minute here to talk about the boner all boner of all boners. Uh, J.R. Smith. Where does it rank on like the Bill Buckner's? Like, do you think it's it's that high, or do you think it's just something we'll forget about? Or I I think it'll probably get forgotten because LeBron's gonna leave, right? But what? But I don't know, man. That's the lasting image of him dribbling away from a hoop because that's crazy, man. I mean, we'll always have the summer where he won it and everything, and I mean, now Swaggy P is pretty much taking his role with the Warriors with no shirt on and acting like an ass clown coming off the plane. But man, that was a like. Even even when he did it, like I understood the score, mm-hmm. but I could like my mind was like, it was like watching something going against gravity. Right. So like my body couldn't really understand and, and take in everything that was happening. What a wild moment to have! But even Kevin Durant didn't block out correctly, so it was like you, you know what I'm saying. Like it was like everybody fell asleep because it's like George Hill's an 84 percent shooter. Nobody was ready. I mean, if if Jr. puts that right back up. Kevin Durant gets dragged. I mean, his body would have got dragged in the media. Yeah, I, I, you know, I was trying to compare it in my head. Closest thing I can come up with was the, uh, uh, the timeout uh, that uh, Chris Chris Weber called. Yeah, in the NCAA tournament. To me, that was a bigger bonehead move because, I mean, you hear all the coaches screaming, "We don't have timeouts. We don't have timeouts." There was three point one seconds left. Right when when Jr. got the ball, is that what the official yeah. time was? Something like that. Uh, four four one. Four one. That's a lot of time. So, uh, you know, the, the what got me was anybody, including the coach, anybody else on the court could have called timeout immediately. Nope, not true. Only ball hander on coach or the coach, right? But so, the, the only but LeBron couldn't have called timeout. Right, right. Well, then yeah, that's true. I I I think it was a horrible move. I'm. My favorite part of the entire thing was that J.R. Smith said he was glad it happened to him instead of anyone else. <laughs> He's crazy. All right. It's everybody's favorite game, net worth game. 
J.R. Smith, what is his net worth? You know, that's a great question. You know, and I forgot because you told me that we were going to do this and I didn't even pay any attention to do any research. Because there's something that sticks out in my head to me that when he was in New York, he had a big contract. I think so, but he could blow through yeah, it. So. Yeah, 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 I know. So that's that's what's So a big contract five years ago could have been $30 million, right? So... If let's say he got a medium sized contract, so he got twenty there, he probably's getting I don't know, so he's probably making twenty five altogether at Cleveland, maybe more, maybe forty. So let's say I'll give him a net worth of uh twenty five million. I had him at forty. The net worth is twenty million dollars. All right, I'll take that. I'll take Son that. Of a bitch. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Good. All right. Nice. I don't ever win those things. Season two, yeah. feeling good. All right. I oh, here I'll put it one nothing. Right. By the way, I never said I was good at it. I just said something though. As a, I've always just liked to look up people's net worth. It's interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, nice. One day we'll look up yours. It'll be like Bacardi King. Jared no, uh, no, the, I am years away from that. But there, there are the Bacardi Kings. I've met them. They are very cool people. It's actually family owned too. Like uh, <laughs> my boss's boss is fourth generation Bacardi. Like it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Uh, I have something that I want to talk about. Okay. Uber. Yeah. I love Uber. Okay. Big Uber guy. Uh, 4.77 stars. Not very good. Um, been working on that. You're 4.77. You were like 4.6, right? Didn't I know. I've been, heavy. I've been working heavy because I had so many Ubers get canceled. Oh, nice. Nice. Because I would like order an Uber and someone would be like, hey, we're doing this. And I just cancel it. And that like hurts your star. So I've, I've been on a good run of getting my stars up. Right. So my Uber today, yeah, I went 1.6 miles. The guy was, I was watching him come to my place. He went the wrong direction. So that took an extra like three minutes. Once I got in the car, he was completely confused on where to go. Um, no air conditioning, windows up, no music, no talking. Hmm. Psycho. Well, and like, I don't want to talk. Like, I'm just going through Instagram and Barstool. Like, I'm not here to conversate. Oh, and the seat is an inch and a half from touching my knees. The guy gets me there. Everything's fine on the way there. I get dropped off into a puddle. You know, he can't control the weather. Do you just give him five stars? Yeah, always. 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 And I say it out loud. I say it out loud. Like, hey, man, five stars. And I just get out. Like, yeah. it's kind of like, a hey, just make sure you give me five stars. Right. I just don't know if I would rather have that or like somebody who's like quick conversation and they're playing like WNCI or for the Memorial on Saturday, I had a African-American 55 year old named Cliff pick me up windows up, no air conditioning, had to use a micro or a, a, a microscope to look at his, to look at the directions on the phone. Not a microscope, Dis a magnifying glass, I hope. Magnifying glass. Okay. Yes. Disagreed. <laughs> He's got the, <laughs> uh, disagreed with every, every single thing that I was telling him to do, which was clearly what Waze was telling me to tell him. Like right. I, he thought I had like a map back there, uh, but amazing conversation. So I like, I forgave it all. Right. So is the conversation as important as anything else in the long run with Uber or is there not having it, it's such a weird because and sometimes I'm like hey man like my boy Cliff like Cliff's awesome but like today's guy we would have never had anything to talk about Uber is a it's a weird world yeah it's a weird social experiment that's going on because it's I, I mean I take Uber all the time here right and actually I'm a Lyft guy by by my decisions Whoa. yeah eh. 
Yeah, Lyft is significantly better here in Chicago. Significantly. The, the drivers are better. The, uh, the speed of service gets there always faster than Uber. I think there's probably, my guess is it's probably three to one Lyft drivers to Uber drivers here. Whoa. Um, and I think it's, I don't know if it's because of the problems that Uber had in the past with their social positioning and the way the company was running, blah, blah. Or there's just people like, I like their technology better. Because uh, a lot of people were bitching about Uber's uh, use of just Google Maps and how they were not great. You have to realize down here in Chicago, especially downtown where you just can't always get a good GPS signal, you have to be a fairly decent person to understand driving downtown. Like, like if you talk to any locals, we only take taxis when you're traveling downtown because what you don't want is you always end up getting the guy from Oak Brook or from Schaumburg that had to pick somebody up at the airport and then bring them downtown. And now they're driving downtown. They have no clue the difference between upper whacker and lower whacker. And they're getting lost all the time. It just makes life horrible. Right. So you just don't yeah. do it. But that whole social thing, cause I like, sometimes I want a conversation. A lot of times I'm going to the airport, right back and forth for work. I put my headphones on and I pray no one wants to talk because it's one of the few opportunities I can get 35, 40 minutes alone and just focus on the stuff that I need to do. But there's other times, like you said, I had a, a, uh, an older African-American driver. I don't know if his name was Phil. I forgot what he said his, but he was driving this. Craig big, or Cliff. 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 He was driving this big, huge uh, Lincoln or uh, Cadillac Escalade. Uh, horrible driver. Everything that you said. Absolute to a T. But I love the conversation. I could have ridden with him for another hour. We were talking about old music and we were talking about great restaurants in Chicago and different areas I didn't know. But I loved it. I could have been with him all day. But... The normal eight-minute trip took like thirty-six minutes, right? It just like yeah. went the wrong way. I mean, and my and like my boy Cliff, like I mean, sixty-five. Fucking forget about it. Yeah. I mean, we were fifty-seven. Oh, I forgot. And by when we got off two seventy, because he went the complete wrong way, or when we got on to two seventy, he was on the road with his left turn signal on for eight miles. That's the greatest. Yeah. No music. Yes. There was no. Oh wait, excuse me. He did have music. He had like a religious station on. Mm. And he was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> with, like, everything they were saying. And I was like, I would like to argue that last point that guy made, but, hey, whatever, man. Like, I, you know, I'm in your car, so I'm not going to say much. Yeah, nice. But he was like, and then the funny thing is he's like, because he let me off of the bogey, and he's like, I think I'm going to come back here tonight, man. I was like, <laughs> Cliff, my man, if you can get parking, I would love to see you. I was like, you can, you're, I'll put your name on VIP, no problem. So I went up to the VIP list, and I was like, Cliff the Uber guy. And she was like, <laughs> okay like i'll trust you on that like i'll do i assume uh, cliff never showed up no yeah. but i can tell you the bogey was wild this year yeah um i gotta tell you a story and this is gonna mean the world to you okay. this, this really is gonna mean the world to you all right so it's saturday we get the bogey let's say i'm rolling eight eight deep at this point got like nate and leanna with me um we had a good crew you know the layout of the bogey, right? You can yeah. see it mentally. Okay. So right where the actual like tent starts to where everybody like dances when all Shuck and Bubba Lux is playing and shit. All of a sudden there's like these rowdy, oh God, I think everybody's 16 years old. So clearly they had to be 21, but let's just say these 24 year old kids get, are getting rowdy. And there's a cup in the middle of this, this big circle of, of human beings. I mean, it is a lot of like everybody at the bogeys around this cup. Now we're in VIP, so we have a view in, but you can't really see what's going on. And they're chanting something. I'm like, what the fuck are they chanting? Well, every once in a while, you see people get in there and dance around. I'm like, oh, it's a dance off. 
but the, they would touch the cup. And usually if you put the cup in the middle and you have to dance around it, and if you touch it, you lose, but there's no way to do Jason, we found out what they were really doing. They were putting quarters in their butt, squeezing their butt cheeks together, walking like, eater, eater, and then squatting over this cup and trying to get the quarter to fall out of their butt cheek into the cup. Their butt cheek where they had pants on, or they no, 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 their no, no, pants no, no. down around their ankles or something. No, they no, no, no. They would just go up their shorts and put this thing between their cheeks. Oh. Walk out, walk out with a quarter squeeze between their buttocks, and then they would bend over this cup, and like everybody's like go, 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 and then the quarter would just like plinko out of their pants and like try to go into the cup. Let me tell you something. We were a family when that fucking quarter went in that cup, man. <laughs> the amount of cheering and noise and like just the first time I saw someone do it, they actually got a woman to do it. She was wearing a dress, though. I found that to be very unfair. But there was like had to be $150 laid out on the ground because people put money out like someone's got to do it because no one could complete it. When people finally complete it, it's crazy. And then the best part is like it kind of like broke up after a while, like everybody had done it. 30 minutes later, a satellite one started up, like right in the middle of the dance floor. I'm like, oh my God, butt quarters is bananas, man. And everybody got into it. Like old people, young people, there had to be 250 people that were like engrossed in this game. Butt quarters is the future, I think. Man. Really? Wow. Butt quarters is big. I mean, and like, it's just one of the, you know, it's a 20 or 12 ounce cup. Right. So it seems like it's like an easy shot, but you got to think like, I got to have this come out of this pant leg. Right. But you know, how, how's that quarter reacting after your entire day of having your butt at the memorial? It was exciting stuff, man. Like I, we were seriously, we had $2 bets on who, who would be the next one to complete it. Right. But you like, the, it'll be the third person. But the funny thing is there's people like dancing everywhere. And then you just see this one person like, eat your, eat your, like pencil <laughs> dicking because they got a quarter in between their ass. Right. I said the greatest trick you could pull is you put two nickels in a dime or two dimes in a nickel in your butt. You act like you put the quarter. And then when you go over the cup, they just like all fall out, but they would have to go in. Right. Right. But that would be electric city. Right. There. So did you hit it? Did you get it no, into the cup? I, I represent Bacardi brother. I can't be doing anything crazy like that. Wow. No way. Not a chance. But a few years ago, I probably would have given that a run. Yeah. God. Well, there'll be a tailgate someday where I'm like, it's butt quarter time. And we'll, we'll see who can do it. But we'll classy it up. We'll use a Susan B. Anthony for the Me Too movement. Ooh, dropping that silver dollars on him. Dropping it like it's hot, baby. And by the way, uh, shouts out to Nikki Gallo for showing up at the bogey at like what felt like midnight with yeah. a whole crew. And I got them up into VIP, but they came like out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. I get them all up there. And like as soon as I, I get them up there, I'm talking to Nikki. Somebody's like, hey, there's a bunch of women up here that don't have badges. I'm like, kick them all out. I'm like, get them all. So like, they're like ushering them all out. And Nikki's like, why are you kicking my friends out? I'm like, let them all in. <laughs> so shouts out. Wow. Good. I missed yeah. those times. I, you know, because it was strange because I was actually in Columbus. Like I came in and I had to work that week. Uh, and I, I couldn't because I was going to work. I was going to come Columbus the week after that. But I decided to move it up that week. And I couldn't remember why, or I couldn't figure out why the hotels were so expensive up in Dublin, right? So I ended up staying down there on campus uh, yeah. in that whole new area down there. Really nice, actually. It was, I was happy with my choice, but, and then, uh, then I put it all together. You're like, yeah, I'm going to be busy at the bogey all week or at the tournament all week. I was like, oh yeah, I remember those days. Miss those days. That, that had, those were some good times back then. 
they have like an IV place there now. So like if you have a hangover, like it's called like hydration something or other. So like they have like this whole section of the bogey where people are just getting needles in them so they can hydrate to drink more. It's it's banana. Like they have completely figured out how to maximize every penny at the bogey. The bogey is the weirdest place because we used to, when I was a kid, we'd go over to Bash Driving Range, right? And we'd go mm-hmm. hit hit balls there and then we'd go up to the bogey and go get lunch. Uh, you know, it was open all the time. It was just a cool place. And But now, is it even open during any time except for the memorial? Yeah, they kill it. Like, they've got, like, actually a really good chef in there, and, like, the food is, like, phenomenal now. Really? Wow. Like, people were complaining because they went, like, you know, they had their hamburger hot dog pizza menu during the tournament. They don't have time. And, like, right. this old lady was like, I always come in here for the salads. I'm like, bitch, there's fucking 5,000 people here right now. Like, yeah. they don't have time to make your macaroon salad or whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. Macaroon salad. Macaroon mm, salad. That sounds tasty. Uh, and just, I'll, I'm not going to go too deep into the AJ Hawk uh, foundation that I went to or the charity uh, party I went to, but um, he did have a macaroni bar. Oh, nice. A nice. macaroni and cheese bar. And nobody knew it. And like when you got in line, it was like confounding. It's <laughs> like, wait, why is there bacon here? And there's this big thing. Of mac- oh my God, it's a macaroni bar. And we kept like, wait, where, where we were sat. Yeah. We kept seeing everybody like the moment they realized it high five and going on like, yeah, I can't believe this. And then they had roosters for dessert. So, I mean, it was really geared for me. I'm not kidding around roosters as a sponsor and on your way out, you pick up your roosters and me and Shelly urban uh, went back and forth or sorry, Shelly Meyer went back and forth on Carolina gold versus barbecue. I'm a barbecue guy. I'm not a Carolina gold guy. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to go with Shelly on that one. I'm a Carolina one. I'd take it that way. Ah, the barbecue, though, you can like you can put other things into. The Carolina Gold, uh, I don't right. know. It's not, not, my, not, my, not my game. So, uh, We spent an enjoyable evening last night at the uh, UFC 225. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. You went to go see our boy, the best in the world. Yeah, Dr. Mem and I uh, and, and Dr. Mem's younger brother, Mr. Rick. Uh, we had a good time. It was uh, it was great. It was at the United Center. Doctor Mem just sprung for some awesome tickets. I don't know what it was going. It was uh, young Ricky's birthday, as you probably know well, since it's identically the same as yours. So, yes. so we went and uh, it was good, right? We got we tried. I wanted to get there earlier. My uh, one of my buddies here, he's uh, really good friends with Clay Guida. So I wanted yeah. to get there, and unfortunately, that fight started at, uh, I think it started about 5.15, 5.30 local time. So we went and had a few drinks before and got there, saw the fights. That, I'm telling you, that card was one of the best cards there's been in years for UFC. The fights, all the fights, especially the early prelims and uh, the prelims that were on FS1, I think, were freaking awesome. All those fights were great. Uh, I did wear my uh, CM Punk shirt, uh, and there was... There was definitely a split in the audience of of the uh, true UFC fans, right? And then the true WWE fans, I think you could put it. And then there was guys like me that like both, right? So I had a ton of respect for Punk that he goes out and tries this again. Um, but it was, it was just an awful experience for a fight. It felt like a bunch of amateurs in there. Uh, yeah. It was not a pretty fight. And the crowd got pretty ruthless on them there at the end. Um, and then like, like, like they were booing him. Oh yeah. They booed nonstop. One is because, uh, he couldn't finish him. Right. Like 
that Mike Davis or whatever the guy's name was that he was fighting, like couldn't finish. Like he, he like if you watched it, he like tried to put him in a a, a rear naked, I think it was a couple times, and then a front naked lock, and just nothing. Couldn't do anything. So. And then Punk just kind of laid there. I mean, he was exhausted. That's the most disappointing thing is that he was gassed by the yeah. by the end of the first round. So, but it was it was uh, interesting. And then of course our our main man, uh, Yo Yo Romero, missing weight by two tenths of a pound. Uh, that fight was awesome, though. Uh, that was a really good fight. Uh, Who won? I, I seriously don't. Oh, you don't know. Whitaker won. Uh, okay. By a decision split. No. Yeah, yeah. It was a really good fight, and then uh, they were all good fights. I mean, it was great. We had a great time. We was uh, we were sitting like in that first lower section, five rows up, right? So we were just there, yeah. and, and uh, we were by where the fighters would exit. So all the fighters would walk right past us, and they'd stop and say hi and sign and do all that kind of stuff. And people would just every time the fight was over, people would run all down there. I was kind of hoping to get down there and get a picture with Punk, but. Punk kind of just ran out. <laughs> like, I can imagine. Yeah, so that was it. But it was it was a good time. It was a great arena. Kind of really getting psyched up for 226 uh, in Vegas. Uh, going to that one to go see my favorite MMA fighter, Daniel Cormier. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I got Dr. Mims on the bus, though, now. he's He's become a Cormier fan. So it, you could get Dr. Mim to fucking believe in anything. Yeah. Well, Cormier, uh, that's going to be just a, a spectacular fight. I can't wait for this card. It's going to be so good. Uh, yeah. Stipe is going to kill him. Really? We're going to put a little bet on this. I'll do, I'll do more than $2 on this. Oh yeah. What's the number? I'll put 50 bucks on it. Oh, done, 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 done. You really think DC is going to win? Yeah. Yeah. That fat piece of shit's not winning shit. Okay. It's good to know. I'm glad not only do we have the audio, but we also have the video of this recorded. So you can tell it right now when Daniel comes up and holds that belt up and be like, hell yeah. He was a dominating heavyweight wrestler. Oh, wait a minute. So no matter what, somebody's going to have two belts at the same time? No. Or no no belts are on the line? No, the heavyweight belt's on the line. Stipe has never shown that he could fight at light heavyweight. So so, DC could have two belts. Uh Uh-huh. Fuck that. Oh, the same no, guy that was screaming and yelling when Connor had two belts. Now you don't like two belts? Well, yeah, I just love Connor. No, I don't want the, I don't want anybody to match Connor. Like I just hate DC. So I, I especially How don't do you DC. hate DC? Oh my god. This is the era of Bones Jones. Like everybody's not going to remember DC. They're going to remember Bones How, Jones. They're not going to remember Bones Jones cuz he never fights anymore cuz he's it either in trouble with the law, in trouble with drugs, in trouble with something. I mean, why do you respect that? I have no clue. I, I didn't say I respected it. He's not, he's just, DC's just not one of my guys. What I'm saying is this is the era of Bones Jones. You know, I was no talking to DC the era. other day and he was really disappointed that he wasn't one of your guys. I'm not, I don't want him to be this. Like I said, hey, when we met him, I thought he was awesome, man. I thought he was a really great guy who forgot his belt. You know, whatever. I, I would cherish my belt. I wouldn't forget it in my hotel room. But I'm saying when they look back in this era of UFC, they're not going to be like, oh, D- the DC's title reign. They're going to be like the years that Joan- Bones Jones fucked up. No, well, we'll see. When it, when, after he wins this belt against, and he has the heavyweight belt and the light heavyweight belt, and people are saying that Stipe is arguably the greatest heavyweight of all time, and then Cormier beats him, you're going to give him any props then? 
I already give him props, but he can't beat Bones. Well, I mean, everybody's got one. Everybody's got one guy that's on you. If he beats everybody else in the division, granted, Jones can beat him. But Jones hasn't proven that he can beat everybody else in the division because he's not around for any fights. The division's gotten I, better. But he, he would be favored against anybody in the UFC right now, including uh, Stipe, I think. Mike Tyson was favored against George, or Buster Douglas. I mean, come on. That's the reason they actually fight. You know? Yeah, so, uh, but once again, though, I mean, you just pulled out a 1 in 75% check. I can go on down. Uh, how many of the guys? So many underdogs won yesterday, it was not even close. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Bones Jones has never lost to like the only time he ever lost was uh, when he got hurt, right? Or somebody got hurt, or he did something like he, he punched Weidman, right? Didn't he uh, kick Weidman when he was down or something, and he got disqualified? Yeah, something stupid like that. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, no matter how many titles you put around DC's fat ass, all those titles are Bones' titles, in my opinion. Well, uh, well, first thing is, if Bones was such a good guy, he would be fighting for the heavyweight belt, but he can't keep his head straight or clean. I'm not, I, dude. I'm not saying he's a great guy. I'm, I'm just saying. Well, in part of being opinion, a champion is that you actually have to fight and show up. So I'm in the school. I, that I, I like that's the guys not that the argument, Jason. The, the argument. argument is this is the era of Bones Jones. Everything is goes by Bones Jones in this era. All the marketing materials are about Jones. No, no, I forgot. They only showed him once in the thousands of clips they were showing yesterday. Not so much. Maybe in your heart he still is, but I think in the. Uh, positioning UFC is moving hard away. And once that movement hard away takes place, that's going to be a serious issue. Now if he, they'll move hard back. If he comes back in and he fights Lesnar, right? We all know that's what they're trying to put together as a super fight, but we'll just see if it, okay. So this, this super fight that we have next month, right? What were you thinking in 2 million buys? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a stacked card. Yeah. So probably 2 million. Cause it's their big celebration. Right. I'm saying if that's Bones Jones, it's two and a half to three. Bones draws better than anybody else because we all want to see it. It's, it's amazing that he can come and do it. Lesnar drew does. six, right? Oh, no, 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 no. You're, you're, all, the, the numbers, there were semantics. What I'm saying is... <laughs> you're uh, trying yes, to make an all, argument based on numbers and now they're semantics. The, the, I, I meant... You, you're right on that. Okay. Thanks for calling me out. You're right. right. What I'm saying is... If it's DC against Stipe, it's going to do X. And I'm saying Y is going to, if that was. I would if, say, if it was and I'd say. It's going, to go, it's going to be double. Probably not. I was saying like 500,000. I hear more, you. Probably more than that. And I think that statement is absolutely true 18 months ago. I think now you'd be surprised at how much more shifted and, and being Daniel Cormier. He's now getting applauded again, right? He was getting booed every time Bones was there and that kind of stuff. They, there's been a big shift in the people that watch those fights. And I see that there's more people that have a great appreciation. One is I think a lot of it has to do with Rogan being so appreciative of Daniel Cormier. And I think there's a lot more credibility given to him. That's not what I'm arguing, though. The, ar the argument is the Bones Jones freak show. Like the fact that when Bones Jones comes back, everybody's going to be like, oh, shit, I have to see this because you never know when this guy's going to fight. Sure. That's why I'm saying it's it's the... It, this title reign that DC has, don't get me wrong. I mean, it, it, it's great. Like, and DC is a good fighter. It's the argument's easy, and it's it's why it's not even an argument that he can't beat Bones. So that's not even like what I'm trying to argue here. I'm just saying when we look back in this time period, I don't know how much of it's going to be about what DC has done. More than that was the era of Bones Jones, and Bones Jones like just kept. He's like Bo Jackson right now in a way, in the sense that we just can't we can't see it, but we know what it would have been. Yeah. All right. Well, well, I, I, I 
of course, we're not that any... far away. No, I don't think I, so. I, I don't think we're not that far away from that that argument. But I just once again, I just don't think we'll ever agree on DC because I understand why you like him so much. I just don't like watching. I just don't like watching him fight. And I, I get that you know you're on that. And then, hey, fifty dollar fifty dollar bet, baby, let's go. Because you never watched him when he fought in Bellator, did you? Barely, and I've seen some highlights oh. and stuff like that, but no, not not very oh much. God. He reminded me, and I, I think this is one of the reasons I liked him when his ground and pound was spectacular, right? So when and in Bellator, when headbutts are still legal there for a while, and all those kind of things, it was. He reminded me of when Mark fought, Coleman fought. Oh, that Bring reminds me. I, I did get the message. Mark's going to be there. <laughs> oh no! You get to hang out with Coleman? Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute, is Wes going to be there? No, I text him. Uh, He's no, like, I Wes. can't, I'm too busy. But I guess the UFC is flying all the guys out uh, from the Hall of Fame because they're inducting um, uh, Matt into the Hall of Fame. Uh, oh, are this. they really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So, so that, means, cool. that, means, that means you're going to have a bunch of milkshakes. I hope not. But we're taking, I'm going out with the wife and the Dr. Mem and, and Jen Bear. So I didn't know they were going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, shit. yeah. So that's uh, it'll be a good time. The, the the girls aren't going to the fight. Uh, just Mike and I are. Um, but what are they gonna do? Shopping gonna and spa days and all that kind of stuff. So good stuff. Yeah. Was, but you know, we got we wanted to get close for these seats, so kind of got similar seats that you and I got that one time. So yeah, no, that's yeah. gonna be awesome for you yeah, guys. Be fun. I'm, I'm well, we, I hope, we, if you hopefully get, you guys see uh, Jamie and uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. I uh, saw Tony yesterday, actually. Oh, and by oh, the way, really? yeah, I got tickets. I meant to tell you that. I got tickets to see Tony on uh, October 5th at Zany's. So come I'm on. trying to get tickets right now to see him in uh, Cleveland, and I can't. It's like go to the webpage, and on the webpage, there's like nothing about Cleveland tickets. Oh, yeah. Go to come to come to Chicago. When is it? Uh, October 5th. It's the same oh, show yeah. that you went with uh, Dr. Mim last year. Where he went when to Dr. the table. Man fell through a, he went through a table. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. I've never seen anybody go through a table. He's done that he twice. You know, he did that in Vegas. Yeah, so. yeah, you told yeah. me that. Yeah. <laughs> I just bought uh, 20 tickets to see Kreischer, uh, Burnt Crystals, excuse me, um, August 17th here. So. Oh, at the uh, Funny Bone? Yeah, I had to make oh, a move. I might have to come to that one. Yeah, that was about, I had to make a move. How about our, uh, our suite to go see the largest independent wrestling show ever? Being hosted be here a, all in. You know what? I'm putting Matt Noblet on blast. Uh-huh. Howie's out now. Howie's not coming. Why is Howie not like coming? Because Matt, Matt, like, they're like, Matt's putting together a trip to come to Cle- or go to Chicago to watch the Reds play. And then Matt has disappeared and hasn't texted me back about this trip yet. Matt Noblet? Matt Noblet. Is he not understanding what a great trip this is going to be? Uh, we're going to find out. So we're going to be able to do the pod live together, which is going to be awesome. And, he bails uh, a lot. I bail a lot, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put anybody on blast. I mean, shit. You know how many times I'm supposed to do something on a Sunday, and I just end up making love to my couch instead. Yeah. How many times were we supposed to do this podcast? Well, that was technical problems. I mean, <laughs> last week was a technical problem. Yeah. Last week was, was a Mirfield problem. <laughs> yeah, I was technically dead. Like I was dead. Like I'll completely. You're like I got you, nothing planned. I'll be good. Let's do this Sunday. I said, all right, Sunday. Silence. I had three and a half bottles. Dude, I spent $400 of my own money at this party. And that was like after everybody left. It was so bad. All right. How long have we been recording so far? I don't know. Maybe uh, just over an hour. 
All right, we're on a good run. I have an assignment for you. You have to listen to the Pusha T and Ye album. I, I, I think, didn't you send that to me and I tried to listen to it? Was Whoa, that, you didn't like Pusha T? Uh, I, I tried. I tried. I really did. You know, it's, you know this, you sent an album a while back ago and I started listening to it. Not a lot lately, but I've been listening to that Greta Van Fleet, which I really like. Yeah, that's good shit. Yeah, I like that. So then you sent me over Pusha T and I think I went through uh, Spotify to get a few on, try to listen to it. You know, because your main man, Mark Martin's got me turned on to Gucci Mane. Right. So I, I try to listen to a little Gucci Mane while I work out. Yeah. Uh, and so then I tried to throw this spot of tea or whatever this guy's name is. Push a push tea. a tea. Right. Right. I don't know. So I thought it was OK. I'm getting old, Jared. Like I still but revert. That, it's a, but it's old school, like sound and rap. Like it yeah. sounds like the generation we're from with Kanye making the beats, bro. Yeah. Tell me about Kanye's new album. Somebody said it was good. Uh, it's spectacular. Um, is it I like four he, songs? Right. Is that what it is? So he also put, he did push the T's album. He did his album and then he did, uh, it's called kids, uh, kids with ghosts, kids like ghosts, but it's a uh, kid Cuddy's album. All three of them are seven songs long and they range from 21 to 24 minutes. So you can get to this. Whoa, 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 wait a second. A song is 20 minutes? No, no, no. They're each, each album is seven songs long, and the albums are 20 to, 21 oh. to 24 minutes long. Okay, so three or four minutes a song. Okay, that's, I got that. So it's almost like listening to a Ramones album where it's like, we're going to go ahead and get this done really quick for you. Right. Um, How long did it take him? When was the last time he did an album? Is this like a, he does a bunch of these, or has it been a while since he did an album? Who? Kanye? Kanye, yeah. No, he did, his last one was last summer, but it was like uh, he he kept toying with it. So it was probably twenty four songs, but like you would download it, and then if you like undownloaded it and downloaded it again, it would sound different. Like he he kept toying with the songs, and at one point, uh, Apple finally was like, "This is this is the album. Like, stop messing with it." So um, yeah, he's crazy, but no, it's a uh, it's an exercise in like music is the way. It's just such an interesting. Like the very first song is, it's a very, he's just, it's like he cut himself open and the music came out. That's the way I try to explain it. I know that sounds crazy, but it's like, it's, it's so Kanye, it's stupid. And he's like realistically talking about things that happened one week ago. So like he went on TMZ and said like slavery was a choice. And then like Kim Kardashian like freaked out about it. He has a song where he like kind of like jokes about it. And he like talks about everything that happened that week. He's got a song that's like about he, his daughter growing up and how he doesn't want her to get curves and stuff like that. And it's like kind of funny, but like the big message that he talks about in the long run is kind of like how like men disrespect women. Um, there's a song that got, I was actually thinking about, this is just And this is the guy that jumped up on the stage when, what was her name, Taylor Swift, I think, was getting an award and, and he yelled at her or something. We can all change, man. So now he's teaching lessons of disrespect. All right. Okay. Well, well he's got a dot. No, he said, like, on the album, he's like, I used to use women. Like, I, that, and he's like, now I understand that you're supposed to, like, embrace. Like, he looks at things completely different. So it is, it's like set. If, if someone just heard it for the first time and didn't understand Kanye music, I can understand them being, like, a little thrown off. Yeah. But there is some fucking bangers on this thing, man. Now, is it going to be something where it's, you're going to play it as much as, like, his early shit? No. Like, I completely get that. It's like, it's in the Yeezus kind of like, it's it sounds unfinished, but it is so good. You have I challenge you. You have to you have to give it at least like three runs. And there's a song in there called Ghost Town, 
And uh, it's about like when you die, like letting go, which is very like interesting and like trying to figure out if you're alive or not. And I was thinking about my grandma at the time, like before the song even came on. Dude, this song got me like wrecked emotionally. And I was like, I don't think there's anybody. I know it's like crazy to even say out loud, but I don't think there's another artist. Like I don't now. That's what I was trying to think to myself. If I would have not known it was Kanye, like, am I such a Kanye stand, like stand that I can't even see the forest from the trees? That's why I got to get you to listen to it because you don't like Pusha T, but Pusha T, it's renowned as the best album of the year so far. Hmm. Like everybody in hip hop, and then he killed Drake. I mean, he murdered Drake. Drake is not a like. It's embarrassing where what Drake's like his level of like rap battling is now, Jason. Like Pusha T murdered him. So do, you do they me? have a rivalry going on? I just don't know how this thing works. Okay, so Pusha T's last song on his album is called Infrared. And on that song, he talks about uh Lil Wayne and he talks mostly about uh, Drizzy Drake and about how like all of his shit's written for him and like he's fake as fuck. And Pusha T's like known like he's a renowned drug dealer. And he even gives on that song, he's like the only only rapper that sold more than me was Easy E. So like, I mean, it, it's like no joke. So wow. Infrared comes out, and then uh, Drake like a day later like has a song ready to go. Um, so in that song, he talks about Pusha's uh, fiance, which you know, and I mean that uh, you do not talk about family like that, right? So then Pusha T comes over the top with a fucking song where he just buries drake he even talks about his uh his producer and he talks about how he has like he's about ready to die and stuff like that and like he's like well known that this guy is like i think it's like ov40 or something like that like he's like on his way out and he was like you hear that tick 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 like i know your producer is really sick 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 wow and like he puts it like and so it and drake uh buried meek mill like five years ago i guess it was and he came out with a song called Back to Back because Meek Mill forgot to come out with like a rebuttal song. So then Drake just came out with another one and called it Back to Back. Genius idea by Drake. He hasn't come out with a response from, for Pusha T and it's been like two weeks. Now all these like people that work for him are like, well, he made like a really, really good song, but it would have ruined Pusha T and Kanye's careers and he's not like that. And it's like, dude, no, you lost this battle so bad. It, it's horrendous. You have to hear the diss track. It's like, it's not no Vaseline levels, but it is like, wow. For the way modern hip hop is, it's definitely like this shit just got really real. Somebody may die. Like we, we have to stop this. Like they don't want, Drake wants no part of it. So Drake's been gone. Nobody's really seen him, but I know he'll end up showing up soon, like doing some dance moves and everybody will forget about this. But Pusha T is the real deal, man. He, he, the song is, it, it's intense. You should definitely, I'll send you that one too. All righty. Can't wait. Yeah, you got to get you got to get excited about this shit, man. I'll try. I'll try. I'm trying to keep you, up with you. You like a little battle hip hop. Come on. No Vaseline is like one of the greatest songs of all time. I, I like the old days. Yeah, I was a big fan of of good battle raps and that kind of stuff. And now I think I'm to the age where I appreciate more like lip sync battles. Oh, get <laughs> the fuck out of town, man. <laughs> By the no. way, Kanye has another album dropping in a month, and it's with Nas. Mm. Now you're interested. Now you're interested. More curious. That might be interesting. I just, yeah. Yeah. Big Brother starts I soon. 
I don't, I, I, since I don't have DVR, I think I'm out. Wow. I don't, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I, to I don't up. watch anything anymore. That's my thing. I have, like, I literally don't watch anything. What I watch is Billions and uh, Westworld. Just because. So I, I have to watch, I have to watch the Billions from last week, but like not that. bad season. Good season. Not a bad season. No, a real good season. Yeah. Like oh, it. out of nowhere, though, I, I started to watch this week's episode, or last week's episode. I saw Salt Bays on there. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> the guy that cuts the steak and hits him with that. Yeah. Yeah. That, come on. How about Kevin Durant being in there, too? What the fuck was that? They're just throwing everything at it now. People are like, oh, this is a popular show. You can be on it. Yeah. They're trying to show that you can get, you know, acting work in Golden State, too. So they can get LeBron to come over. That's what that would be doing. dope. LeBron, KD. Yeah. Did you know that the way the Warriors are structured, they can drop five guys this year and just pick up like five new like backups and yeah. still have that whole front line? Oh, yeah. Huh. So they can go find all the guys that like are chasing the championship. Like even when they won the championship, that was the most anti like that was like no celebrating. Unlike the Washington Capitals. Have you seen Ovi? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, dude, he's still hammered. He slept with the Stanley Cup last night. Right. The Stanley Cup's not supposed to be out past 11 p.m. Yeah. You know that? I, I knew that rule, yes. So, That's crazy. Yeah. And he, he's hammered. Like, did you see him in the, in the fountain swimming? Yeah. It's Holy good. Holy shit. That's good for them. I love it's it. It's like when, it it's cool. when the Cubs won the World Series, same shit was going on, right? Yeah, that's the, right. Mr. Chris Bryant. Maker. Chris Bryant. Saw him last night. No this way. Little, he uh, he stayed all the way through the very end of the fight, right? The very last fight. But it went to a decision, and then he left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Before they announced the decision. Oh, who gives he, – he already knew. He knew what happened. Yeah. Nobody knew what happened, but I just – I was disappointed because I thought he was going to come walking by us, and he snuck out the back. I was like, oh, there he goes. So Out of curiosity, how, how are our Cubs doing this year? Good. They got beat today, but they were – they won, I think it was 12 of the last 14. Woo Cubs! Hey, yeah. see, I know, I know what's going Homestand, on. Homestand, baby. Homestand went to everyone except for today. Because I mean, it literally you couldn't see out. I couldn't see the building across the street from me. The fog was that bad today at noon. No shit. Yeah, I was like, I couldn't see Wrigley. I was like, oh. So, All right, I got one last story. This is the one I was holding back for you oh, when I texted you. I was like, I got a story for you. Okay, let's hear it. So my buddy uh, Stan gave me his Xbox 360, and I bought that Tiger game because I was like, let's do this. Like, I want to get good at Tiger again just because it's a good outlet for me just to relax. Some people like to meditate. I like to play Tiger Woods golf. So I start playing the game, and Jason, I suck. I, I, can't, I can't fucking hit a putt. Really? I we should play I, I then. See, I, I see the – I'm like, Jason – I'm shooting like 64s at the, like at the Murfield. And like, you know, me, like, oh, yeah. it's like a, it's like, you know, well, excuse me. I was sitting shooting like 67s and it's like a 60 for me usually. Right. I mean, these putts are just, just missing. I'm like, what is happening? So I played like three more rounds. Nothing's working. It was like 1130 at night. Jason, I went for a walk. <laughs> it affected me so much. I put my hat on. I went all the way up to like almost third and there's like a bench up there. And I just sat there and I was like, what is happening to me? Like, there's no way that like everything in life's going great. And now I can't play this game that I am the undefeated champion of. Like no one can beat me in Tiger Woods golf. Now you can, but I mean, it's tough to do. So I come back in, I'm like, all right, let me turn this game back on and give this one more run and try to figure out 
what's wrong with my putting? I wasn't hitting the putt preview, Jason. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I just completely forgot that you can preview the fucking putt before you putt. Oh, it's a lightning show now, baby. I'm dropping putts from 100, from 80. I'm getting it right in close. I shot a 52 earlier today at a course. A 52. I was like, I, I don't think I've ever done that before. No. So, but it was just like, it was so funny. And once again, the people at home were like, who gives a shit about the story? But I know you'd love it because I had to like leave the house and be like, is Rome falling? Man. Like, is someone going to, so I'm going to, I've decided to do this. I'm going to play every single course twice. Okay. I'm going to set a, I'm going to set a precedent for my, my best score, front nine score and back nine score. Whoever, now the person who does this, they have to play against me. If you can beat my front nine score or back nine score, I'll give you $150. So you, and I'll, I win nothing. You know, if I, if I come back and I beat the record, I beat you $150 bounty. If you beat my total score, $500. Really? But you have to be playing with me so I can go shot for shot. That's how confident I am on my Tiger Woods now. I don't have an Xbox 360 here. I'm going to have to get one here. Yeah, you're going to have to start practicing. Because it's not backwards compatible, right? It doesn't, Tiger doesn't work on Xbox One. Huh. Now there's a new, by the way, there's a new company taking over. Did you see EA Sports officially backed away? Oh, yeah? Yeah. So this new one, you can like build your own courses and stuff, but it's like they don't have any of the licensing. So they're going to have like five courses in the beginning and like no real golfers. It's a fucking mess, man. Just bring Tiger EA back. I want to be able to spin the ball. I want to have fun. Like, some of the funnest time at tailgates, we're talking shit. But mm-hmm. I always think our, our best idea was four guys playing uh-huh. and go every other shot. Right. Yeah. I think that would be complete flames. Yeah. Like, I think that's going to be a blast. But, oh, yeah. Uh, dude, your boy is back. I was crushing putts, dude. Uh, unstoppable. Had three hole outs on, when I shot the 52. Three hole outs from over – I had to be over 50, over 50 yards out. <laughs> Dude, the, the, the are you playing it on hard or are you playing it on easy as hard as you can go okay good um everything as hard as you can but no wind i don't uh, the wind you gotta just, turn the wind on i have gusts on so i get like wind gusts but i don't have like i don't have it super windy because then after a while it's just like once again it's everybody's going against the same thing mm-hmm. and it's like if, if you get into that and i'm like hey come to my house and play this game the once you get that wind going it's 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 such an x factor it's to me it doesn't make sense but i have everything as hard as you can get it and I'm just shooting fucking lights out, man. Well, I, I, if I can find any time, I might try to give it a practice. But I, you are always better at Tiger Woods. We'll give you that props. So that's going to be tough. If you're getting better and you're already really good uh, without having you know 20 spare hours a day to dedicate myself to it. I have no time. Yeah. I'm finding a round takes 20 minutes. I'm playing three rounds a day. I'm like, I'm giving myself an hour to get through them. An and that's hour. usually like... That's usually at like five in the morning is when I'm like lighting it up. You remember when you used to go to the gym? <laughs> I don't have to go. I don't have to go to the gym as early anymore. No. You, hey, try this out. Play Tiger Woods. Every hole you finish, 20 push-ups. Then you play the next hole. Oh, yeah? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Nice. It's fun. Yeah. Nice. It's, it'll, it'll fucking, it's tough. I mean, it is about impossible once you get to like 15, 16. But especially if it's a par three. I'm like, oh, I might have to take a couple more seconds on this putt make sure I read it right. Yeah, so. All right, we got anything else this week? I don't think so. Nope. It, it, and this is definitely a cleanup week. I think we're going to be a lot more funnier going forward. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but there's a lot of stuff that we've, 
that we missed, but I don't think it's worth spending any more time talking about. We didn't even talk about Trump once. No. That's never been done in this pod. No, never. And he's not doing anything right now. What the hell? We may not make well, it to the next pod if, if uh, this whole thing in Korea doesn't go down correctly. Yeah, when is the, isn't the summit on Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this Woo! may be the last pod ever. We're going to have some great shit to talk about on uh, next Sunday. We can sure talk about that. how uh, Trent called, Trent, Trump called uh, uh, Justin Thurdo a, a liar uh, 30 seconds just- after walking out of the G8. <laughs> Well, how about him just throwing out the fucking Eagles? Like, yeah. no, nah, we're good. Man. We're, now, we're good. And no basketball teams are coming. He's like that. He's like, we're not inviting basketball teams either. How about this? Ovi gets to go and he's Russian. Yep. So we're going to have like a Russian dude like breaking in there. Uh, I saw something real funny that the, they say the horse that won the Triple Crown should go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that was, that was a good race. I, we watched that at the uh, United Center yesterday. Yeah. At 9.45, I found out that horse won. That's how on – and I usually – I love horse racing. Dude, it totally left my brain. I was just so busy playing Tiger Woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on that was, note, I yeah. think I think we kill this thing, huh? Yeah, I think it was good. Uh, like I said, it was a lot of us catching up, but I think going forward, there'll be more of us making fun of the world and how much it sucks. Absolutely. Well, but it's good catching up. Uh, and again, we tell everybody, maybe go back to our Facebook page and see if we ever update it because it might get updated now. We're going to have no, to have it. Except a- for the fa- I can't get into Facebook. I'm still locked out. Well, you never update it anyways. You just put random pictures every once in a while. I'd update on there. I'd get in there and put, I guess I did just put up. Right. But I, oh, whatever. Right. Leave me alone. So then we'll have a YouTube channel maybe if I get this thing fucking working right. Oh, well, there you go. And then we may decide that's the worst decision ever and take it down immediately. No, no, not this hair is not even moving an inch. Yeah. This, this needs to be online for sure. Yeah. The memories. Memories. Yeah. All the colors of our nose. All right, buddy. It's good talking with you. I'll catch up with you soon again. All right. Have Later. fun. Follow us on Twitter at Two Guys Being Dudes, at JB Cam, III, and at J Frost. Follow on Instagram at Two Guys Being Dudes. Visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash two guys being dudes and on the web at www.twoguysbeingdudes.com.